approach to danger. Hey, you're back with your girl Deja on my very first episode of Approach to Danger. I told you guys I'd be back with a better intro, and how was that for a killer intro, huh? But I can't take all the credit. Instead, let me introduce you to the guy behind the beats. Yo, what's up? My name is Xander. And also, the voices included into the intro. What's good? I'm Mitty. How's it? It's Elton. Honestly, thank you guys so much. You made my job so much easier. Anyway, you are probably just wanting me to shut up and get on with it. I mean, I've been pretty build-ups with this podcast story. But I've kept my word, and trust me, it'll be worth the wait. Keep in mind, though, this whole thing is totally new to me, including writing a story, let alone putting myself out there like this. So please bear with me as I try to get used to my own voice. But before we get this show on the road, let me introduce you to the voices of the characters. The voice of the narrator will be played by me, yours truly, Deja. The voice of Mrs. Helen will be played by... Kia ora, my name's Ava. The voice of Jenny will be played by... Hi, my name's Mitty. The voice of the kidnapper will be played by... Hi, my name's Richard. And the voice of the mother will be played by my good friend Olivia. She can't say hi because, well, she's not here today. But shout out to you, Liv. And that's the cast for this episode. So my best suggestion is to turn up the volume, sit down, put your feet up and try to envision what's going on. So, yeah, enjoy. Okay. Okay, now we're starting. Have fun. Eight-year-old Jenny tiptoed down the centre aisle of Woodridge Supermarket, stopping once to glance over her shoulder and make sure her mum wasn't looking. But Jenny's mother was too occupied in selecting the right sauce for tomorrow night's dinner. Mm. No, not this one. She frowned and walked away. The colours from the paint samples on the next aisle caught Jenny's attention. The star-shaped ones were Jenny's favourite because they weren't plain and ordinary like the rectangle ones. And they had fun names like Sparkle Sparkle or Twinkle Twinkle. She then selected one that was her favourite colour, green. She's always wanted to paint her room green, but her mother always said, green is for boys and pink is for girls, and had Jenny's room painted pink. Jenny held the green star out in front of her and danced around and around as she fascinated about the glitter mixed in with the paint. If only her room could be as beautiful as this. Maybe if she wished hard enough, one day it would be. She kept that thought in her mind as she spun around one last time before she bumped into something hard. Hello, Jenny. A man in a black ball cap and mirrored glasses smiled and pointed at the ground. You dropped something. Jenny froze. Here, let me get it for you. The man picked up the painted star and held it out in front of Jenny. Go on, take it. Don't be afraid. Jenny wanted to yell out to her mother, but when she opened her mouth, nothing came out. She hoped this was all a dream, but when Jenny opened her eyes, the man was still standing there. Come here, sweet thing. It's okay. I don't bite. When Jenny wouldn't move, the man knelt down beside her. He lifted up her stiff body and set her down on his knee. Would you like me to take you to your mummy? Jenny squeezed her eyes shut once again, but when she opened them, the man's hands were still wrapped around her tiny arm like a boa constrictor. If he wants to take me to my mummy, why is he holding me so tight? How far away is your mummy? Jenny pointed. How about this? Give me a hug, just a little one, and we can look for her together. He held a finger out in front of her. Pinky promise. Jenny wanted nothing more than to go back with her mother again. She leaned in just enough for the man to hold her close, but jerked back when the harsh stubble on the man's chin scratched at her face. The man patted Jenny on the back and stood up. There. Now take my hand. Jenny looked down, her fingers clenched in a tight ball, the edges of her untrimmed fingernails digging into the soft skin of her palm. She stuck out her tiny hand and wrapped it in his. But when they got to the end of the aisle, he didn't turn towards the way Jenny had pointed. He kept walking. A faint whisper echoed in the distance. Jenny? Honey, where are you? She wanted to cry out. 
Mummy, I'm here! But the man grabbed her hand so tight she was too afraid to say anything. Hand in hand, they walked through the front doors. The sun had just started to go down when they stopped outside, but it was still light enough for Jenny to recognise who was walking towards them. Jenny, is that you? It was her white-haired, wrinkly-faced neighbour, Mrs Coleman. Excuse me, I don't believe we've met. I'm Helen Coleman. Are you a relative of the Robinson family? The man looked down and kept walking without responding to the old woman. He stopped next to a black car and told Jenny, Get in! He shut Jenny inside and turned around to find Mrs Robinson glaring at him. I really must insist you answer my question or I'll have no choice but to call Jenny's parents right now. Mrs Robinson continues by tapping her cane on the back window. Jenny dear, do you know this man? The man glanced around. He saw no one was to be seen. So he pulled a knife from his front pocket, clicking a button on the top. The knife was sprung to life. Before the old woman had the chance to scream, the man thrust the knife into her side. I'm sorry, but I've had enough of your silly questions. The woman tried to grab the door handle but collapsed to the ground. The man stepped over her and got into the car. It's okay, everything's okay. It's okay, everything's okay. Mummy's gonna find me. All she could think about was being at home in her pink room. If she could just go home, she would never run away from her mummy again. The man started the car and backed out. The car bounced up and down for a moment. It reminded Jenny of the time her dad ran over the neighbour's cat by an accident. Jenny finally got it together to move one hand away from her eyes, just enough to see Mrs Coleman through the car window. She was on the ground, motionless. Mrs Coleman will be okay, Jenny. She just fell down, that's all. Lay down now and try to get some sleep. When you wake up, you'll be home. Jenny wept herself to sleep. Back at the store, frantic Mrs Robinson ran up and down the aisles, begging anyone she came in contact with to help her find her missing daughter. A few minutes later, the store was on lockdown. But it was too late. Jenny was already gone. Approach to danger. And that's a wrap for episode one, guys. Pucky, pucky. By the way, that's clip in Māori. Nah, I hope you've enjoyed my very first episode of Approach to Danger. And just to remind you guys, I still haven't written up the last episode to what actually happens to Jenny. So to get you involved, if you would like to partake in writing parts of that episode, just send me a message or leave a comment on what you think should happen to her. It also helps me do less work, so, you know, help us this out. <laughs> but if you would like to see the process of making this podcast, wanting to keep updated or just want to browse, follow me at Approach to Danger on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, which I didn't even know existed. I mean, even Twitter. I'm all over the place because, you know, that's what famous podcasters do. We network. <laughs> thank you guys for listening and thank you so much for your support. The next episode will be coming out next week, so look out for that one. Adios. Approach to danger.